It is the music of John Reddick and You Keep Hope Alive right here on The Sound of Revival, Victory 91.5. No, I'm not Keith Davis, Brian Race. <laughs> Keith has the uh, the entire week off. I'm going to hang out with you for a couple of more days. Paul Jameson jumping in on Thursday. And if you're just now tuning in, boy, you've missed a lot of great teaching from our general manager, Ray Haynes, but there is still more to come. And uh, off the air, we were talking a little bit about the 12 tribes of Israel and how that ties into the, the Day of Atonement and what's going to happen in the future. And I just I want you to recount that sure. uh, for our listeners. So, you know, as the church, we are very focused on praying for Israel because those 12 tribes, that, that is Israel, is still very much there. They're not replaced or anything like that. Uh, the church is grafted into them. And as you watch into uh, the book of Revelation, you start to see how this is playing out, how the church comes in, and we're still in that relationship with Israel. And so uh, I pray as we go through this Day of Atonement, you really burden your heart to pray for Israel. Sixty percent of them will be fasting for the Day of Atonement, but the, even now, regardless of not following Jesus, only half of that, 50 percent of them, uh, say they believe in God and pray. So, you know, there is, uh, this time is when God is going to reveal himself more and more so as those who are called by the name of Christ, we need to pray for Israel. So let's continue talking about the Day of Atonement and both the church and Israel, where all that ends up. So let's start in Revelation 4. And before the throne, there was a sea of glass like crystal. In the midst of the throne and around about the throne were four living creatures full of eyes in front and behind. And the first living creature was like a lion. Second living creature was like a calf. Third living creature had the face like a man. And the fourth living creature was like a flying eagle. And this is uh, some bizarre things to see here. And the four living creatures each had of them six wings, and they were full of eyes within. And they do not rest day and night, saying, Holy, Holy, Holy Lord God Almighty, who was and is and is to come. So these living creatures are the same as the ones that accompanied the Lord when he took Ezekiel to examine God's people. He said, he said to them at that point, Son of man, do you see what they're doing? Go in and see. So the creatures are full of eyes because they're involved in the judgment. Yes, you are being watched. And it's these creatures that are doing the watching uh, and will be doing the testifying. Jewish tradition holds that the faces of these four creatures were the same as those on the standards or flags of the four leader tribes of Israel. Now, there's 12 tribes, but they're in four groups. And they camped around the sanctuary in the wilderness in Numbers 2. So the Levites camped, Levites camped in the middle around the sanctuary. They're not included in those 12 tribes because they're part of all 12. While the tribes were camped around in four groups of three tribes each. So north, south, east, and west. Four, uh, three tribes on each one. Each leader tribe had a standard. So the lion is Judah. That's correct. The man, the face of the man is Reuben. The ox is Ephraim. And the eagle is the tribe of Dan. These are probably spiritual rather than physical tribes since the literal tribes were scattered and lost, but there is Israel. So each creature symbolizes a characteristic of God. The lion represents his power and sovereignty. The calf or ox is self-sacrifice and mercy. The man symbolizes his righteousness as seen in the humanity of Christ. And the eagle is swift justice. In Revelation, the creatures are each depicted with one face. But Ezekiel saw that each creature actually had all four of the faces, reflecting those eternal attributes of God. 
So let's look at the four tribes. Judah to the east. Judah was the tribe of worship, intercession in the kings. First living creature who is like a lion is a mighty angel who presides over the judgment of those who are the spiritual tribe of Judah. For you worshipers, certainly and intercessors and kings, that's your tribe. In Ephraim to the west, Ephraim became the leader in the idolatry of Israel. Jeroboam was an Ephraimite and made two golden calves to be their gods and set them up in Bethel and Dan. Ephraim's standard is the calf or ox, which should symbolize strength, submission, and sacrifice. But as Ephraim departed from the Lord, he was associated with calf worship. He symbolizes those who claim to be Christians, because they, but because they mix the true with the false, they're actually idolaters. And interesting part here, Ephraim is not included on the list of the tribes that make up the 144,000. So that means Ephraim has an issue. Reuben is to the south. Now, the south was considered to be the land of Egypt, where God's people went to find salvation from famine in the days of Jacob and Joseph, but ended up as captive slaves. Reuben was the firstborn, but he'd lost his birthright when he slept with his father's concubine. So his standard is the man who was created in the image of God, but under the influence of sin, man became a symbol of spiritual weakness and failure. He tried to intercede for Joseph, and the other brothers wanted to kill him, but his intercession and his intervention was weak and ineffective. Reuben seems to represent those who are just barely making it into the kingdom. Uh, Deuteronomy 33 says, let Reuben live and not die. Now, Dan, the tribe of Dan to the north, north was the direction of the great enemies of God's people who conquered and scattered them. That would be Syria, Syria, especially Babylon, Greece, Roman... Uh, but early in the time of the judges, Dan separated himself from the other tribes of Israel in the far north, and his territory was known as the center for idolatry. His standard is the eagle. The eagle should symbolize justice and protection, but under the influence of sin, it came to represent the enemies of God's people who attack and destroy them. Uh, Genesis 49, Dan should be a serpent by the way, a viper by the path that bites the horse's heels so that its rider shall fall backwards. And also, like Ephraim, Dan's name is not on the list of the tribes included in the 144,000. So, again, something happens there. So the Days of Awe, which we've, we're ending, we're day 10, the Day of Atonement, technically this is day 9 still, but the Day of Atonement are times for looking inward and in repentance so that one's name is written in the Book of Life. You don't want to follow the example of Ephraim or Dan. These four tribes represent the four types of Christians evaluated in the judgment. Number one, strong, faithful Christians, the lion. False Christians, who are actually idolaters, the calf. Weak Christians, the man. And so-called Christians, who are actually enemies of Christ and his people, and that is the eagle. There's also praise to the Creator. The living creatures give glory and honor and thanks to him who sat on the throne, who lives forever and ever. Their primary theme is the holiness of God, and they make sure that there shall be by no means enter it anything that defiles or causes an abomination or lie, but only those who are written in the Lamb's book of life. So a lot of powerful imagery there as the church begins to step into the kingdom. And speaking of books, you realize you're going to have to write a book. Well, you know, I need I need this in book form. That's one of the wonderful things about the blog is so in a sense, uh, I do all seven feasts or at least six of them. And so it's a book every year sitting there on the blog just waiting. And you don't have to pay anything for it. It's the best free 99, as, they, as uh, Scott Free will say. And if you've just uh, tuned in maybe for the first time to this radio station, that's Ray Haynes, our general manager. And the blog he was referencing is found at victory.com. 
radio, and you're teaching this in person Wednesday night. Right, tomorrow night at War Hill in Dawsonville. I'll be there. It's a 7 o'clock service. Uh, these podcasts on our new app will be there. As soon as I do the last teaching, I'll go down, I'll go upstairs and start downloading or uploading them, and uh, they'll start to appear from the end of the show until the beginning and probably half hour, an hour. So probably by lunchtime, they'll be there. And please tell me we're, we're not done. Is there still a little more? Or? Yes, we have a couple more to talk about. At least one, maybe two. I've got to decide how far we're getting. Some that good way. reasons to stay right where you have it. Victory 91.5. Victory 91.5.